Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Daniel Schwartzberg. As Director of Automotive System Solutions at Balance, Daniel Schwartzberg is responsible for ensuring customer success at the technical level, working with partners and customers on proof of concept and leading technical pre-sales discussions. Previously, Daniel led the company's technical marketing activities to define the requirements of the next generations of HD-based heat chipsets, both for the automotive and audiovisual markets. He also held a product manager position where he was responsible for roadmap planning and implementation of the first and second generations of Valens HD-based heat integrated circuit devices. Daniel brings more than 25 years of experience, predominantly within the semiconductor industry. Prior to Valens, he was the Director of Marketing at Transwitch and has also held positions in Product Management and Engineering at Mindspeed Technologies, Converse Network Systems, and Ford Motor Company. Daniel holds a Master's Degree in Engineering and Bachelor's Degree with Honors in Electrical and Electronic Engineering from the University of Hertfordshire, United Kingdom. Well, good afternoon, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. I appreciate you jumping on, and I know that uh, you're currently in the great country of uh, Israel. And so it's, I know it's a, it's a long distance here, but I love these podcasts because <laughs> I get to travel the world virtually. So I appreciate <laughs> it. So uh, Daniel, let's jump right into the questions here. You've got quite the career in engineering as a product manager leader. Now you're the director of automotive system solutions at Balance. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Wow, sure. So listen, I've always been fascinated by technology. I think that's that's the starting point. As a kid, my parents still tell me that I used to take my toys apart to kind of find out what they were, what was going on inside to see how they were working. Uh, my dad was a mechanical engineer at Ford Motor Company um, for all of his career, and I fondly remember helping him tinkering with the cars in the front yard at home. Um, so it was kind of, I guess, a natural progression um, that I follow a career into engineering, although I went to a different field. I studied electrical and electronic engineering. Um, and, and actually, I began my, my career as a, as a design engineer. But as the years progressed, so I've, I've moved, I've transitioned into more customer-facing uh, customer roles. Um, now, while I'm very passionate about technology, I'm equally passionate uh, about people. Uh, and I get an enormous buzz uh, out of, of sharing, you know, exciting new technologies with with potential customers, with potential partners, and and with anybody else who listen f- for that matter. Um, but despite the move into into marketing and then business development roles, um, I've always maintained a close contact with the technology. So when I was in marketing, it was technical marketing. When I was in uh, pre-sale, it was technical pre-sale. Uh, and in fact, my current role uh, really involves working with potential customers customers, uh, with potential partners to see how Valence chipsets can be deployed into their systems, into their architectures in order to bring value to their products. So, so yes, it's always been about keeping with the technology, no matter what role I was in. That's amazing. And it's, it's interesting how our parents uh, are a great influence on us. But, but of course, I love what you're doing today. And, and the fact that you're helping people is really what inspires me as well. Sure. So, Daniel, let's let's talk a little bit about the pandemic. Um, that's like a four-letter word, right? So we hopefully this is going to be lifted soon, and everybody will go back to normal. And and we've learned a lot from this. But what are your plans for to adjust and your plans for growth going forward? 
I mean, it's been a crazy, uh, an unprecedented eighteen months that, that we've all gone through. Um, that without denying that, but but it, it's also in, incredible just how quickly the world has has adopted to to the new reality. And I'm talking about it at the personal level, and I'm also, of course, talking about um, at, at the corporate level. Uh, I mean, the first thing that happened was all of a sudden we all found ourselves working from home uh, with with all of the challenges that that brought to it. Um, I, but in fact, I just want to touch upon that point because what's interesting. Thing is, is Valence has uh, has audio video chipsets, um, which which basically have been enabling new home video conferencing systems. You know, where are those chipsets provide the ultimate ultra high definition uh, connectivity that's needed to make these these home and 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 office for that matter uh, conferencing systems. You know, really to take them to the next level. Uh, so so in the midst of all this pandemic, in the midst of all this chaos, uh, at the corporate level, we were actually able to find new verticals. That, that that we could really play into, um, and 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 so you know, it, like I say, from the darkness there 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 were there were spots of, of bright light, uh, and, and I think moving forward we we see more of that. But there, there's there's more uh, for Valence uh, in in the very near future. We made an announcement, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, just around about a month ago, um, that we are to become a publicly traded company. We're going to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange within the next few months, and yeah, we're super excited about that. Of course. Uh, this is this is through a SPAC uh, SPAC deal, um, and y- you will appreciate that that you know the fact that we made the announcement a month ago. You, you'll understand that there was a lot of behind the scenes activity that was going on for many months before that announcement, and all of that was happening during the darkest, diff- most difficult days of the pandemic. Um, and, and really, despite all of that, COVID did not slow us down, and it did not diminish um, the 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 attractiveness of Valence and its technology to potential investors and to potential customers. So that SPAC is obviously going to, to, to bring us a lot of, 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 uh, of, of resources to enable us to move forward uh, and to implement many, many new product plans that we currently are putting together. Thank you for sharing that. And that's great news, the fact that you guys are going public, but it just goes to show that you all did make some serious adjustments and pivots to make it through the pandemic and then come out of this uh, and, and taking your company public. So Thanks again for the share, Daniel. So, Daniel, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Is there something you might be able to share with us today? Definitely. I'll be happy to. As I said at the beginning, I love talking about this stuff. I'm just going to give us a little bit of history, though, just to show you how we get to where we are today. Valence established in 2006, uh, bringing uh, multi-gigabit wide connectivity solutions over low-cost, long-distance infrastructure. And we actually began in the professional audio-video market, where if you think about it in your office, in your home, you have lots and lots of cables connecting your TV to your Blu-ray player, to your streamer. And we said, when you get to a professional audio video, which is another level up, this becomes uh, very, very difficult to, to implement, to install. There's many cables and they're also very short. So we were able to, to actually take, create chipsets that take all of those different uh, types of audio video interfaces and to extend them over a 100 meter uh, network cable. Okay, We call that HD-based T technology. And, and we sold, have sold tens of millions of chips. Uh, there's thousands and thousands of products on the market uh, with this technology in it. We became the de facto standard. We established the HD-based T alliance, which today has more than 200 members using our technology. 
Around about 2013, 2014, we realized that the automotive industry was actually facing very similar challenges. The wiring harnesses were getting more and more complicated, which means more wires, very difficult to manufacture, very heavy, which affects fuel efficiency, affects a battery range. Uh, and they didn't have enough bandwidth to meet the emerging requirements of the, of the industry. So basically, we took our HD-based technology, we modified it, uh, and we created our first generation of, of automotive links running at two gigabits per second, so a lot of bandwidth over very sim simple, a single unshielded twisted pair wire. Um, and, and this was intended to go into infotainment systems and into telematic systems. And another piece of news I can now publicly discuss with you, we had a press release also around about a month and a half ago, is that we are already on the road with that chipset uh, in Daimler, we're in the brand new Mercedes S-Class. Uh, and if you if you look online and you see the M-Bucks, the Mercedes-Benz user experience system, it's all the infotainment system. These Valence chips sets are actually the, the connectivity backbone that makes all of those wonderful things on that MBAC system a reality. Now, fast forward another few years, 2018, 2017, 2018, the MIPI Alliance, you must have heard of MIPI, uh, very well-known standardization body, uh, responsible for many technologies that go into our, into our cell phones, camera interfaces and display interfaces, for example. Uh, MIPI Alliance saw that those sort of interfaces were beginning to appear in the automotive world for automotive use cases, um, but they were being extended within the vehicle. They had to go longer distances than the distances in the cell phone. They were going over proprietary single source solutions. Um, and as a general rule, the automotive industry does not like that. So the MIPI Alliance put out a call to, to members to, to come together in a working group, if you like, to help define what they are calling the AFI, the MIPI AFI, which was a new automotive grade physical connectivity uh, standard. Uh, and Valence went and proposed our own technology. And after many, many months of discussions and debates and testing and analysis, uh, the MIPI uh, Alliance Board of of directors announced that the AFI would be based the un on, on the underlying elements of the Valence technology itself, of the HD-based T technology. So they adopted those within in, into AFI um, and, um, and made some modifications, of course. Um, but this now creates a the, the industry's first um, asymmetric, in other words, more bandwidth in one direction than the other, asymmetric SERDES standard. It's the very, very first standardized SERDES uh, solution um, that the automotive industry has been able to get its hands on. Now, this is huge news. I mean, it's intended for ADAS systems, for autonomous systems. We need to connect many, many sensors uh, in the emerging uh, architectures in order to get uh, further and further down the road to autonomy. We've been stuck for a very long time at level two, level two plus. And part of that is because the architectures simply cannot meet the system needs. And AFI is finally bringing to the industry um, a, a standardized connectivity solution to enable the next stages in, in, in ADAS and in autonomous driving. Now, when you have a standardized solution, it means you get an, an ecosystem of different vendors emerging. Um, and that's not just you know, lip, uh, it's not just me, you know, giving that lip service, we already begin to see this occurring. And, and there are two public announcements that I can share with you. Sony, a very, very large and well-respected camera and sensor uh, vendor, have already declared that they will be integrating AFI technology directly into their sensor modules. On the other side, we have a company like Mobileye, you know, one of the world's leading SOC system on chip companies for autonomy and for ADAS systems. They've also said they're integrating um, AFI into their technology platforms. And if that's not enough, 
already uh, a month after the uh, uh, A5 specification 1.0 was released, the IEEE, another huge standardization body, announced that they were adopting MIPI A5 as a standard of their own. And I can tell you that that actually, that process was completed just a few days ago. So we now have a huge ecosystem uh, emerging. And those are just the things I can tell you publicly. We are talking to many, many companies, many, many market-leading companies around the globe. And in private, they are telling us that they are throwing their weight behind the adoption of, of MIPI-AFI. Uh, from a Valence point of view, we have already taped out, we've already gone into manufacturing with the first AFI chipsets that will hit the market that we call our VA7000 family. Our customers will have engineering samples in their hands, Q4 of this year. And we're talking to many, many, I, I, I lose track of how many tens of different companies we are talking to for proofs of concepts and for demos using that technology. So really, this is, this is, uh, the cutting edge of connectivity for the automotive industry. Uh, we are delighted to be at the forefront of it and to be bringing our solutions first to market. That's amazing. Um, and and great. thank you for sharing all the recent uh, advancements, uh, news releases, and exciting things around the standardization of this technology. Uh, that's so important. And, and having everybody, uh, again, course the big names and and some of these uh large basically accreditation bodies right that absolutely uh, that are putting their way behind this is awesome and this is again what kind of makes the world go round. so thanks again for sharing daniel and daniel last question can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or leadership well that's a good question um I'm going to refer back to what I said at the beginning, which if, if you do want to be in technology, stay close to the technology, no matter which role you are in. So as I've said, I've been through designing, I've been in marketing, I've been in business development, but I've always had my hands very tightly connected to the technology. Um, the world moves very, very quickly, you know, um, more so than ever before, and technologies are emerging all the time. And, and, and it's really a case of if you snooze, you lose. Um, so yes, go in whichever direction your career takes you. But if you are related to technology, make sure you're in the details. Um, you may be a big manager in a big organization and you may have many teams working below you and all of those guys are great engineers, but you still need to understand the technology yourself. So so really my advice is, is definitely to do that. Read a lot. And, and it's, we have so much information accessible to us today, not like when I started my career, when I had to go to a library and take out a book. You know, we just switch on our cell phones and we have access to all of the new technologies. Keep up to date. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and just, you know, go where your heart takes you. Um, that's what I've done. And I've, I've been able to, to merge those two passions I've talked about at the beginning, the passion for technology, the passion for people. And I've been able to find a way to merge them. So, so do follow your heart, do follow your dreams and, uh, and have a good time on the way. That's amazing. Thanks again for sharing that, Daniel. That's, that's awesome. And uh, again, when you find something that you truly love and you go after it, um, you know, Life, life is a, a fun journey. So thanks again. Definitely. And Daniel, it's been a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Brian, thank you so much once again for inviting me to talk to you. It's been a pleasure. And yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye.